All right. Hello, friends, and welcome to Beating Business Bullies, a place where we find empowerment to make financial decisions with confidence and bravery. Today, we have a special guest. We have Peter Myers. Peter Myers is the man responsible for Master Your Money Academy. Um, he does an online course as well as one-on-one -on -one coaching. And Peter, thank you for joining us today. How are yeah, you doing? Thank you so much for having me. Really, I'm glad to be here. It's such an honor. So thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. really appreciate it. Peter shares a lot of my same ideologies as far as getting an attention for saving money versus spending. Um, really kind of setting yourself up for success long term, not short term. So um, tell me a little bit about your passion for Master Your Marketing, uh, Money Academy. Where did that start from? Absolutely. Thanks so much for the question. Uh, so I have a degree in finance from Iowa State University. Grew up in a very financially literate household. Uh, both my parents are CPAs and grew up with my first savings account uh, in the fourth grade. So have kind of had that passion for money all along, which is fantastic. I uh, then worked in real estate finance, corporate finance uh, before now going to get my master's in education where, so I teach government, I teach economics, financial literacy, um, as well as mathematics in the state of Iowa. And um, here we are in like weird times uh, per se, yes. the passion um, has stemmed from that. So um, I'm very passionate about making sure millennials are very masterful with their money because uh, we've got 60, 70, 80 years to live and uh, we get to make every dollar matter right now. So we're um, kind of in those uncertain times. So this is, I feel like this is my calling and I'm uh, very passionate about supporting millennials, young professionals, um, as well as I've got some other adults who follow Master Your Money Academy online as well. So what are some of the things that are different with millennials and how they hold money or how they um, spend money or save money? What are some of the characteristics that you're finding that are different than other generations? Yeah, a big thing is that we have a really hard time budgeting. Okay. So at least in the state of Iowa, um, a lot of college students um, are graduating with student loan debt. Iowa has the largest student loan debt uh, rate in the country, which is really alarming to me. Um, I am very fortunate that I did not graduate with any student loan debt. And mm -hmm. I really commend that back to my parents for setting up investment accounts. Um, and what we did is, um, I guess every year, um, so Hanukkah, um, holidays, whatever you celebrate, and then as well as birthdays, um, taking money and dumping it into an investment account. Um, because when you think about it, I mean, you start getting into like your teenage years and um, my sister and I always are like, oh, we have everything, like what do we want? Or uh, grandma, grandma buying clothes, like uh, usually not a good, um, I guess, a wardrobe choice. So it's usually like returning the clothes and, uh, and then putting the cash into investment um, for our future. And that way we can decide. So I have been very fortunate to um, graduate without any student loan debt um, and finance, even my master's degree too, um, as well. But then it's also just being mindful um, of our money. So I kind of jokingly tell people, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could look at it as I live paycheck to paycheck. I do. Um, most millennials do. Um, most millennials have second jobs as well. Um, I don't necessarily have a steady income coming in as a part-time teacher um, who's also in graduate school, but it's being intentional with a dollar, knowing where my dollar is coming from and knowing where my dollar is being spent at the same time. 
Um, I'm not the one to go out to the bars and party and I'm um, not constantly eating out, um, which is a huge millennial trend uh, because you can save money by cooking. And to me, it's knowing what your vision is. And that for me is empowering others and being connected. So I can accomplish the same goal of, uh, for say, eating out at restaurants with just cooking for friends or Maybe I am going out with friends to a restaurant, but it's not every single day for every meal um, at the same time. It's being mindful even with coffee consumption. Um, Fridays, the teachers love doing coffees, but all the other day it's using a curing machine and we have one for the department and split the cost and save money that way as well. So it's just being very intentional um, is where I see a lot of um, opportunity for growth with millennials. Um, setting up our future. So um, yes, we're not looking to retire anytime soon, but we want to be set up for um, that retirement and that for financial freedom, which is definitely what um, I am educating uh, millennials, young professionals on over at Master Your Money Academy with curriculum, with Financial Freedom Friday webinars, um, as well as millennial motivation, just to be motivated to be more mindful with our dollars. Do you find that millennials are resistant to these type of new thought processes, new intentions where it's now, it's not a consumer driven, it's, um, you know, you're not going to have Starbucks every day, you're going to have Starbucks once a week, you're going to take that seven, eight dollars you spend on coffee every month and set that aside in a, you talked about it in one of your webinars, you know, the rainy, the rainy fund, the rainy day fund. Yeah. How do you, how do you save money to, um, get a rainy day fund and you know coffee is one of the big ones that I always think about is how much money we spend um, doesn't matter any generation um, each week on coffee and then you wonder where your money is so do you find that they are resistant or do you find that they're just they don't know when they're just they haven't been taught I find so a lot open of to it. Actually, um, so I would say in the schools we are not doing our due diligence to teach financial literacy in Texas, it's definitely not very focused on. Um, it's not part of curriculum per se. And there really is no personal finance. Um, it's considered a, an elective course, or at least it was in my school district growing up in Houston, Texas. Um, in Iowa, it's a six week unit, uh, part of economics. And those economics teachers aren't necessarily experts on finance. A lot of it is actually outsourced. Um, so yes, I bring that very unique experience of having a finance background, being able to teach this, but there's still so much work to do to set up our students uh, for success, even breaking it down as far as what is the vision for your life? Is that, what is that going to look like post high school? Not every student goes to college um, and that's perfectly okay. Um, and then if you do choose to go to college, how are you going to finance it? as well. And the big trap that I see was getting into is the debt aspect. Um, credit cards are huge, 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 huge issue um, right now. And not to say that credit cards are bad at all. I mean, there's a difference between no, good definitely, yeah, definitely good credit card use and bad credit card use, you know, having a balance hang around for six or seven months in a row and paying interest on something you bought seven months ago. That's bad use of credit card. And you're right, I think millennials do they they don't see that as, uh, you know, they don't feel it as bad. Maybe it's because it's so new to them. But when you start looking at your credit card bill and what you're putting down every month just barely covers the interest that you're being charged, you're in for, 
the rest of your life credit card debt. Right. Like you I don't know. get out of that. That just becomes you're 50 years old and you're like, why am I still paying on this debt? You've been paying for 20 years because you've yeah. never paid your balance to zero. Yeah, absolutely. It is um, mm. my mind that you can get to a point with student loan debt or debit or credit card debt where the interest amount you're paying is like higher than what you ever started with. Um, and it's crazy. So, and that's where I really focus on the putting the intention behind the dollar. So yes. Yeah. Talk uh, about that intention. What is that? Yeah, I was so, creating intention on a dollar. What would that be? What yeah, would that be like? So, yes. I will say that I use credit cards. I have two actually, um, but I'm very intentional with it. So I have one that is cash back um, through, and I don't, endorse any of these cards, but I have a US bank um, cash back and I have a United Mileage Explorer. And, but at the same time, there's an intention behind why I have those cards. So I have a United card for the miles, um, the bags fly for free. That way I can go nonstop between Des Moines, Iowa and Houston, Texas, where my family lives. I use that a lot for restaurants, get the double miles, the bags fly free when I book tickets. Then I have the cash back where I'm getting percentages um, on groceries, gas, things like that. However, I pay off the balance and full every month. Gotcha. So I'm not just like wastefully spending and there's an intention. So, so not that, 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 tension gets you, that tension actually allows you to um, take advantage of those miles literally because you're not paying it off on interest and you're not having interest you're getting mileage, but you're paying for the mileage because you have interest bearing on you every single month. But right. Down to zero, there is no interest. Mm -hmm. And you, those miles are now actual free miles that are money well saved. Same right. thing with cash back. You may get cash back, but if your interest rate is higher than your cash back rate and you carry a balance, you don't get cash back. <laughs> exactly. You just negated you blew, Yeah, you just negated the whole thing because right. you took the balance. So I think it's one of the, you know, one of the key pieces is of the credit card is that your intention is to be, have a zero balance at the end of every month or pay it off. Yeah. You know, when it's time to pay your credit card, you pay it to zero and you don't leave a remaining balance. And then that way the mileage and the, um, the cash yeah. back is actually money in your pocket rather than offsetting the interest expense that's going to come your way. So, yeah. So what are, what are some of the other intentions? Like I was a millennial trying to save some money. What are the things? What are the pieces would you say uh, millennials should do more of? Um, yeah, saving is definitely a big one. Um, okay. I, I look at it as we have to first set ourselves up to even be able to save. So okay. um, like you said, Darren, I talked about rainy day funds. Uh, most of us don't have those savings for times like right now. Um, a lot of millennials are working second or um, third jobs. So I use a friend as an example uh, who worked in the travel uh, I guess industry and then also works a second job and as a bartender well in this environment right now with the coronavirus the travel industry is hit and so is the art industry yeah so this is an opportunity right now to get creative and be very intentional with our dollar right now um, so for example it's an opportunity of we're not going out to the bars every weekend so yeah. we're not living that party college lifestyle. Yes, I did that. Was I intentional with um, what I did? Absolutely, because I wasn't just throwing the money out. Um, and the big thing that I see is don't take your credit card to the bar. Um, that's a big yeah, one. Yeah. 
I see yep. um, even in college is that first there's usually a $10 minimum. So you're like, oh, I'm going to keep drinking. So you've got that aspect. Um, and then the second aspect is people forget to close their tabs. <laughs> and then your friends pile onto it, right? Yeah, you're like just $120 tar bar tab. Yeah. So I has the sense of, well, first off with the credit card, you're going to feel like shit the next day because you're probably hungover and you're going to feel shit because you just racked up. <laughs> you just racked up your credit card. Um, yep. So again, it's being intentional. I'm not saying that you can't have a beer or wine, uh, but it's, are you doing this all the time? And yep. are you doing it for like a special occasion or are you doing it as that's the college party lifestyle um, that you want to have? So not saying that there's a right or a wrong, but we get to look at what's aligned with our vision and what is the future that we want to create. So if we're being playful with our money, are we going to be able to be playful, quote unquote, when we retire? So I use the example for myself, I want to be able to travel. So yes, I love my wine. So my dream is to sit on the coast of Italy drinking wine. So okay. does that mean doing <laughs> drinking wine every single time right now? Uh, no. And, but I get to be intentional. So will I say yes to networking over beers? Will I say um, yes to a coffee meeting? Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not drinking the coffee every single day from Starbucks. I'm not going to the bar every day after work or whatever. Um, sure. I love, I still love the whole, we had FAC in college. I just call it FAW now. Um, yeah, but that's one time a week and yeah. I'm being, you know, I'm going with friends or we're going with friends and maybe I'm using a credit card. Great. We're going to put it all on one tab, um, avoid the fee. And then we're Venmoing each other. We're being in, like very proactive on, we don't want to have everyone using credit cards and yep. like, oh, I have to drink more or whatever. Um, and then of course you have the added on Uber if you're drinking way too much and the costs just start rolling up at the same time. Um, another really good example that I have is I just talked with a friend today and he was like, well, I can't go skiing right now because um, the ski slopes are closed. And well, what do most people do right now? We have our phones shopping at our fingertips. Um, huge, huge, huge uh, thing to be conscious about. The whole Amazon one click. Online buying, yep. Idea. Um, so if you've got that credit card memorized and already logged in there, it's so easy to just be buying things that you really don't need. Um, so th there's a difference between we got to look at our needs and we got to look at our wants, how we're yep. being very intentional with saving and what do we want for our future? So, I mean, I want to be able to buy a house someday. I want to be able to retire someday. I don't want to retire with, with a huge amount of debt as well. So I get to set myself up now. Um, and that's the big thing that I'm seeing in millennials as young professionals is we are not conscious about how to set up our future. We're not thinking about retirement. We are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, but I like to say it doesn't have to be that way so if you're struggling, definitely hop over to Mastery Money Academy. Uh, with Absolutely. Things set you up on that. Because um, like you said, Darren, I talked a lot about zero-based budgeting and setting up those rainy day funds. Um, I know it can seem scary right now. We don't know where the future is, but I choose to look at it as an opportunity, opportunity to really be intentional. If we're not going out, we're not 
spending all this money on entertainment. Wow, what would it happen if we continued our life like that? And I say like, it's not social distancing, it's physical distancing. So we can still be connected with all this technology that we have and not be like spending all this money. I mean, think about just even buying a case of beer or wine and drinking at home via Zoom. How much money you're saving versus going to the bar? Are you getting the same intention of connection with your friends and family? Yeah. Um, and you're saving a lot of money at the same time, if you think about it. So it's kind yeah. of like looking at this situation as like a blessing in disguise on our finances. Right. So you touched on zero-based budgeting. It's something that I covered on in um, a couple uh, podcasts ago. But can you just give me the 10,000-foot the view of what zero-based budgeting is and why it's important? Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe it works well with millennials. For sure. Zero-based budgeting um, has its pros and it has its cons. Okay. And um, why I like it is because it's putting an intention behind a dollar. So um, Mint is a really popular budgeting app. And Mint has you create budgets within um, each category. So let's say it's like $200, I don't know, for the month in groceries. Um, okay. Probably a little high. Um, but we're just going to play with that. And then let's say, I don't know, it's $100 on the restaurants or something. Well, what happens if I go at $150 on the restaurants? I only spend $100 on groceries. Am I going to beat myself up over it? You might. Maybe you shouldn't have been eating like the Big Mac or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. but let's say I'm just going to, I don't know, like the salad uh, buffet line or whatever for lunch uh, with coworkers every day. Is that such a big deal? Well, it depends on how you look at it. Maybe you're in the industry of your cost going to lunch with coworkers. So the reason why I like zero-based budgeting is, is putting the intention behind the dollar of how you're allocating it and spending it. Um, you do have to be in a very conscious position though to also be accountable um, to yourself and being intentional. So at the same time, I tell people like, if you have no idea where to start with your finances, Zero-based budgeting may not be the best for you. You may need that strict guideline um, to be able to see where you are. And But at the same time, you can be intentional even with an app like Mint where it's just like pure budgeting um, because maybe you do need to see in reality be that- Yeah, a very strict budget. For my yeah. coffee budget for the month or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it depends on what's really going to work for you. Um, I have used Mint. I've loved it. Um, but I've have found myself beating myself up like it was like spend a little too much money um, on this this month or whatever um, gas for example I mean maybe I was going out um, zipping around town meeting with clients or um, whatever friends and yeah the gas bill is a little bit higher uh, but at the same time okay maybe the restaurant bill is not because I'm eating at we're going doing potluck style. We're offsetting it somewhere else. Yep. Yeah, right. So that's where you get to be intentional of it. Um, and um, for me, it's, I don't like seeing the red. The red is kind of um, associated with in debt, just like it is in school. Yep. Uh, kids don't like when I put red on their paper because it's like bad. Okay. Um, so just like I do in school, I don't use red to grade in. It's kind of the same mentality of like, it's not necessarily bad. It's just, how are you choosing to look at it? Um, are you looking at it as an opportunity to kind of reflect on where do my finances go and how I can be better intentional? Or 
are you continuing down the same path? Um, to, and is that really where you want to go in life, per se? Um, kind of the same thing. I mean, you probably don't want every paper to be marked up in red. Um, yeah. This is eventually going to get discouraged and um, get them. Yeah, you just will stop doing it because it's just not fun. Right. You won't get anything out of it. It'll just beat you up every month. And then it's just, it's, it's a negative. You want right. it to be a budget yeah. to be a positive, something that helps you and helps you grow and learn. So you, I think you're right. You may not be ready for a zero cost budget, but you know, definitely right. get into some sort of fixed budget where you're knowing where your money is going. Absolutely. Um, oh, and it's the same thing with the debt. I mean, you don't want to be like, well, I'm already in debt, like another two, $300 in debt. Yes, the intention of how you're going to pay it off is the same, but if you continuously have that mentality, you're just going to have so much debt and there's, it's going to run into an issue of how am I going to get out of this? Yeah. Um, so I don't want to encourage you to have that mentality either because um, that's not the best mentality for the long term. So from the Master Your Money Academy, what can, when someone comes to that academy, is it, is it coaching? Is it a webinar series? What, what can I find when I get there? Yeah, so um, great question. So on Mondays, we have um, Millennial Money Monday Motivation. So join me over on Facebook, Instagram Stories. We'll drop a tip for you. So like you said, last week um, was all about rainy day funds. Yep. Um, you can get creative. So rainy day fund is like emergency fund. If you want to call it whatever. Um, I know some people call it the just like shit hits the fan fund. Yep. <laughs> uh, by all means. I mean, like that really is what it is. Uh, and or the coronacation. I've heard that yes. one. Coronacation uh, we're on right now. Yeah, exactly. So whatever you want to call it is basically just emergency fund. Um, so that was like a tip I dropped um, on there Monday doing live. And then I've given um, different tips on there as well. Always answering your questions. Um, and then Friday, join for webinars. So really excited because next Friday, April 3rd, um, is the first Friday of Financial Literacy Awareness Month. So uh, we're going to have guest speakers on the show, be tackling things all the way from personal budgeting to debt management to um, setting up for retirement investments. Should we be investing in the stock market right now? Should we not? Um, so we'll have different experts on discussing it. I'm really, really excited about that. And then, yes, they're coaching as well. Um, okay. I'm an educator working on financial literacy curriculum. Really excited to roll that out. Um, probably towards the end of April, early May um, is when we'll be ready for it. Um, a little bit behind schedule. So I know people are, have been wanting it for Financial Literacy Awareness Month. Uh, but yep. I do want to preface that with is if you are ready to dive in, absolutely yeah. message, give me a call. Let's do some coaching. Uh, I've got coaching lined up for tomorrow with people. Really excited about that. Um, as well, can tackle really any... Uh, and this is one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one coaching to get my my budget or just get my money intention or even just get my vision, right? Just get my vision so I can get the right intention to get to my vision. Yeah, which is awesome. a really great point. So we can't be financially free if we don't have vision and intention first um, because it's, you've got to know like what it's going to look like for you. Um, that probably is going to look something different for me. And I use the concept of what does rich mean? Um, rich probably means something different to every single um, I know you're in California, Darren. Uh, yep. I don't want to live in California. 
So that's just, I want to. That's I, part of your vision. <laughs> yeah, I personally want to retire to the coast of Italy and be retired on a winery. So uh, probably not the same vision, which is totally okay. Some people totally. want to live in Just college. get a vision. Just get a vision. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. What is your vision? Yeah. And let's get yeah. some attention and go after it. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, empowering others and living a life of connection, abundance. Um, so yeah, abundance of money. There's so much money out there in the world. Uh, right. So let me help you uh, find that abundance and be aligned. Right. We're going to create it together. Awesome. Well, hey, we're running up against the wall. And uh, really thank you again for taking the time. And um, pleasure speaking with you again. With Peter Myers from Master Your Money Academy. And we'll see you next time. Thank you yeah. so much, Peter, for joining. Thank you so much. And if you hit the wall with your money, you know who to call. <laughs> I love it. All right, my man. Thank you so much, Darren. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye.